Yokas. Welcome to the Talkman Radio Show Live. We're here talking fantasy football this week. We are going to get a little off topic. Not much because I want to get back to uh, talking fantasy football. But there's a couple things. There's one thing I got to talk about because it's so ridiculous. But it is football related. Welcome to the show. Talkman Radio Show Live. Uh, I, I got some stuff. We got a lot of a lot of things going on this week. Actually, one thing that has a lot of different moving parts to it. Uh, that kind of just—I mean, I, I've been talking about it. I saw it a couple weeks ago, and I think I mentioned it maybe a week or two ago, maybe last week too. And uh, Tulio Jones. Uh, we've got, see, now it's getting closer to the time uh, that they were talking about that they have to get rid of him by, uh, or at least they want to get rid of him by after, I think, June 1st, when the, it switches over and you can get more money off the table for him. Now they're going to do that. And, you know, I see the point. But first, first, 12-ounce sports. What's up? Every week, I thank 12 Ounce Sports for giving me the opportunity to come on here for an hour every Friday, talk fantasy football, because I like to talk fantasy football. And uh, 12 Ounce Sports, 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's where you can find this show and a bunch of other shows. You can find content. You can find articles. You can find the donate button uh, for me and uh, all the other content creators here who like to talk about sports. We talk about everything here. I'm talking about fantasy football. You guys got guys who talk about hockey. You got guys who do... Who do uh, who call games on here? I'm talking to you, Mike. Uh, does a good job on it as well. So, uh, like I say every week, we're yeah we're we're up and coming. We're small. We're very small as compared to uh, the Yahoos at the ESPNs of the world and uh, the first takes, and uh, which I think is on ESPN. So I'm kind of being redundant there. Uh, but I'm going to get into that because it's, you know, eventually, yeah, I got an hour to kill and I'm going to bring it up. But 12-Ounce Sports, back to 12-Ounce Sports. You can check them out on social media, on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And Talkman Radio, Talkman Radio Show Live. But Talkman Radio, you can catch every Friday here at 6, six o'clock, right here, right here. 6 o'clock, at least on the East Coast. I don't know where you're at. Um... Uh, you can get to streaming here on 12 Ounce Sports, and you can also subscribe to uh, Talkman Radio on YouTube. As of right now, that's really the only social media I'm on after uh, I had, had issues with them. And uh, you know what? I, I, I had enough of them. It's just it's too annoying to be on social media. Uh, despite the fact that mo most of the people that were on social media when I, when I was on, especially Twitter and Facebook, uh, I was... Connected to, like, sports guys on, on on ESPN to see what their takes are, and it's always the same shit. It's always it's always nonsense. It's always stupid shit. We're gonna throw race in there. We're gonna throw fucking uh, you know, politics in there. Everything, everything politics now. Like, ugh, gross. It's always communists too. It's always communists saying shit. Nobody says anything about hey, you know. The flag. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I said, you know, that's how we're starting the show this week. <laughs> so uh, subscribe to Talkman Radio on YouTube. 
uh, for now. Probably next month we're really going to you're really going to see the change. I know I've been saying that for a while, but like I said, I've been a lot of stuff's been going on and it's still going on. It's still permeating through my life, so I have to take care of that first, or at least you know set some time aside uh, to work on the show, which I'm going to probably do next month because we're getting close. We're getting close. Books are going to be out next month. I'm doing a book. I'm going to be doing uh, my book takes. Probably next month when they come out. Last year I had to freaking order the books. What's that about? Uh, I ordered at least one book. I forget. I forget how many books I got. I got two or three. But I had to order one. To order it. Um, so next month we're going to do that. And uh, you're going to see a lot of changes in the show next month. We're going to change around this whole thing that you see here. This is going to be a little different. Um... And we're going to go back to having the big piece uh, on my computer screen. So I can show you the shit that I'm looking at. Because it's total shit. A lot of the stuff. And I need to be able to show it to you so you can see the shit. Because it is shit. And uh, it needs to be called out because it's shit. And uh, that's it. That, that's, that's, my, that's my opening salvo to the, uh, the sports media. They're just garbage. They're all, 99% of them are garbage people. Pushing narrative, pushing an agenda. That's all it is. Uh, then we talk about sports. Like we're going to talk about right, <laughs> right now. Why then? It, uh, well, okay. So let's do the rundown. First thing we're talking about is Tebow. Tebow. He is, I'm going to give you the correct, the correct take on this. And then I'm going to show you. You see, if I had my the screen open, I could show you. Uh, and then I'm going to read off the things that I've read uh, about this, which is totally so ridiculous. But I guess the brain dead people, uh, uh, those people, they uh, they just take it. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, no, it's not right. <laughs> You're being brainwashed. <laughs> don't look. Don't look at it like uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> The first Indiana Jones. Don't look at it. Don't even look at it. Ah, my face. So, uh, <laughs> we're talking about Tim Tebow, the tight end. Tim Tebow. Uh, and then we're going to get into uh, actual fantasy football stuff. Uh, Julio Jones destinations. I've seen... Where, where's my numbers? Do, 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 do. Seven. Seven. Seven spots. Uh, we're going to go over that. And then I found a... Cool little um, discussion area. And people are just posting, posting, posting. So I'm going to go through some of the posts on uh, the discussion area about uh, famous football next year. People's takes on certain guys. There's some interesting ones in there. And uh, there's some guys in there. I'm like, what? You guys even have him on here? So let's see what they have to say about him. But uh, first, before, before we get started, everyone relax for a minute. Because now everyone knows you can find my show and dozens of other shows. On 12 ounce sports. But did you know there's a ton of live sports on the network as well? Watch live football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, racing, basketball, and more right here on 12 ounce sports. Also, check us out on Zingo TV, channel 761. I tell you every week, Zingo TV, it's the way to go. Quench your sports thirst. And Amazon. Spring shopping, preparing for that summer vacation or road trip. Uh, maybe just looking to make that purchase you've been holding on for. <laughs> I don't think so. I think everybody's purchasing stuff every week because of this uh, craziness that's going on. No one's allowed to leave your house. Now you can do all that 
on Amazon while helping out here at 12 Ounce Sports. When you're heading online, use 12OutSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon and get shopping. That's 12OutSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon. It helps out when you do that, and you can still buy your stuff. My head. My head. Say, we're going to give you some head. Um, so, I always got to knock off things. Uh, first, first, let's get this out of the way because it's, it's stupid and ridiculous. Uh, and we're going to get out of the way. So, uh, Tebow signed yesterday as a tight end for Jacksonville. He signed for the minimum. Um, you know what? Let's do it this way. Let's do the takes on this. Let's do the takes on this. Because they're so out there, it's it's ridiculous. I pulled three of them up. I pulled three of them up. Here's one. Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper. Who cares? <laughs> College. This guy... <laughs> Guy blows his spunk to college uh, basketball, uh, the college football players, and uh, makes bad picks, and uh, tells uh, people uh, who, who NFL <laughs> NFL brand, who you should uh, pick this guy, don't pick this guy. Uh, well, he jerks off the college uh, football players, but he's going to talk about a thirty-three-year-old Tim Tebow. Where is it? There you go. Sounds off on Tim Tebow signing with the Jaguar. Calls it a death. It's a desperation move. Yo, they're, they're desperate. Yo, dude, they won two games. <laughs> they won two games last year. Desperation move. <laughs> you can't treat the NFL like a hobby. It's a full-time job. You see, and that's another thing. Everything's broken down into sound bites. Now, there, there's no... Nobody get you know... This isn't really that difficult of a subject to, to, to discuss. It's actually pretty simple. And none of these guys get it right. None of them. That he's not that's incorrect. He's being, you know, he signed a minimum contract as a tight end. A 33-year-old tight end who's never played the position anymore. Do you, do you do you really have to like say anything about it? But you know, this guy's gonna yap up about it. Desperation. They're desperate. They won two games, dipshit. Desperation move. Who else? Who's this next guy? Oh, this guy actually wasn't that bad, but still. Wrong. Colin Coward shares his reaction to Tim Tebow. Blah, blah, blah. I don't love it. He doesn't love it. Colin Coward doesn't love it. Commit Hanakiti right now because he, Colin Coward doesn't love it. And this guy, another guy. Well, the mainstream uh, mainstream media sports—they're all—they they have one narrative. And they go, the, they, they all go the same way. Doesn't matter. I would love to. I, I, why couldn't I? I I, I, I looked up uh, Tim Tebow reactions. I don't know, a couple minutes, about ten minutes. That, that that's all I needed. Ten minutes. Uh, and if anybody has any positive Tim Tebow reactions, send them my way. So I, I want to see them. Tim Tebow, and I'm not even saying that it should be. You shouldn't give it a reaction like that. I'll give you the correct reaction in a minute. But I want to go through these these yahoos. That's what you can't watch. You can't watch. You can't watch regular media. You can't watch sports media. You can't watch any. You can't watch any media. You have to watch. You have to watch 
shows on the periphery, like this show, like 12 Ounce Sports in general, um, like, uh, like anyone that not a lot of people have heard of. You have to build those people up because these people all say the same thing. Whatever, whatever this guy's saying, it's basically the same thing as the other guy said. It's just a different context, kind of. It's, but it's the same thing. Tim Tebow bad. Christian guy, this guy prays? No, he's bad. We don't want him around. This guy's actual take wasn't that bad, but still incorrect. I think Irvin Meyer made a mistake by uh, trying to hire a college athletic trainer. He had to immediately dismiss. He didn't understand the temperature of the room. He doesn't understand. You know, it's hot in here. No, wait, it's cold. He doesn't understand the temperature. He doesn't get it. I don't think he quite understands Tebow's NBA fan base. He's living in a parallel universe. First off, what fan base? <laughs> Where's Tim Tebow's fan base? Tim Tebow's fan base is in the pews at the church. <laughs> They're not in the NFL stands. Um, this feels like a college coach doesn't quite understand Tebow disrupt the, the Tebow disruptiveness that could happen if Trevor Lawrence struggles. No, nobody's nobody thinks that. Nobody thinks that Tim Tebow is going to come and play quarterback. First off, nobody thinks that this guy's going to really actually make the team. And I'll go over that in a minute, too. Uh, but, yeah, that's incorrect. Tim Tebow's not a franchise quarterback. He's not? He's not a franchise quarterback? Is that why he's been playing in the NFL for a decade? Oh, my God. He's a third He's a third string guy. He's not even that. Got that wrong, too. Good for the locker room. Good work ethic. Don't love the move. But I do believe Tim Tebow deserves at some point to be on an NFL team. That's wrong, too. No, not really. He doesn't really deserve to be on the NFL team. He has a shot to be on this team. And the, and, I'll, and I'll get to why he has a shot to be on this team. And here's the best one out of all of them. Stephen A. Smith, another just member of the satanic media. And they are. They, they, I'm really starting to think these people are just Satanists. <laughs> They're just... Baphomet. They're just... They're just all they do is try and divide people through through they 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 look at fault lines and divide them. Here, Stephen A. Smith slams Tim Tebow return to the NFL as an example of white privilege. I love that one. I love that one. No, that's not that they're not they're not trying to divide people or anything like that. So that's incorrect as well. So uh, Tim T. Here's the the reaction. Here's the correct reaction to Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was back in the NFL. He signed a one-year contract for the minimum. Man, who cares? Chances are he's not even going to make the team. He's definitely not going to be a tight end that you're going to draft in your fantasy league unless you're in his church. <laughs> I'll draft you, Tim. I don't even play for them anymore. They cut me last week. I'm still going to keep you on the team. God. All right, all right, buddy. <laughs> a little too much there. Um, yeah, there's, there's, he's most likely not going to make the team. He's there to establish culture because, uh, and, uh, he was a favorite of the coach that's there now. And he played, the freaking guy's 33 years old, going to be a tight end. You, you really think that? You really think that's, that's the way it's going to be? I don't think so. And if he does make the team, he's, if he does make the team, here's who he's got to beat out. James O'Shaughnessy. Not that. James O'Shaughnessy is is you know gonna go down in in the annals of NFL history as tight end supreme. The meta of tight ends starts with James O'Shaughnessy. I don't think so. Uh, Chris Manhurts, maybe. Uh, 
Uh, Luke Farrell. Luke Farrell. He's a rookie out of Ohio State, so that's going to be some competition right there. Just coming out of Ohio State means you had good competition. And he played for he a much younger version of a guy who played for Urban Meyer. Um, ben Ellison, uh, another tight end, and Tyler Davis. So you got like five guys there right now, not counting anybody they bring on uh, free agency. Um, and uh, that's who uh, the, this 33-year-old. And let me give you the ages of these guys. Uh, James O'Shaughnessy's 29, Chris Manhurst's 29, Luke Farrell's 23, Ben Ellison's 24, Tyler Davis 24. So, uh, yeah, but this, this, this 33-year-old dude who just got done swinging a bat in New York is, uh, he's gonna make the team. No, he gave him some money to help bring in, help, uh, solidify the culture in, uh, in there because that's what you have to do first, especially with a shit team like this. You come in, maybe you can, you know, he'll, you know, not that he's a better quarterback than Tre- Trevor Lawrence, but he can at least talk to him about about what uh, the uh, the coach expects out of his out of his quarterback, you know, something like that. I don't know. I don't play in the NFL, and I never played for him by. So what do I know? All I know is that there's a reason he brought in the guy that he worked with ten years ago in his college days. And I'm going with it's a culture thing. That's why. And for those people who say, he's taking a spot from a guy. A spot from a guy that's going to do what? What's that roster spot going to do? They going to the Super Bowl with that roster spot? You think? Okay, you can. You go on thinking that. You go on thinking, what, did uh, Stephen A. Smith tell you that? <laughs> so that's the Tim Tebow take. It's, it's, it's a nothing thing, and these people making a big deal out of it. Uh, our satanic scumbags who uh, all deserve to be fired. And uh, you should listen to alternative media to, to, for this alone. And I can give you 20 other examples. Not, I'm not saying listen to me. I'm saying listen. don't listen to them because they're just feeding your brain. That guy just uh, that guy just told you it's a white privilege. There's nothing to do with it. <sighs> so, and the, all right, back to fantasy football. Let's get into we're going to get into uh, Julio Jones. I don't even want to talk about that. But I, I, I've just been seeing it all week. I'm like, this is gross. So, Tim Tebow, there you go. Yeah, good luck, but I don't see you making the team. I forgot. To, you know what? Let's. Only, only people. I, I, I get one call a week, and it's a nuisance call. So uh, I'm going to put on my do No one ever calls during during the show. The one week I don't put on my do not disturb, they call. Okay. So uh, I've been seeing a lot this week, and it's coming out, and it's going to be, be ramped up over the next, I think June 1st is the day that Julio Jones can get traded. So they're probably going to work on it now. But there's a, all of a sudden, just boom, boom, boom. This team wants him. That team wants him. This team wants him. Okay, uh, I've I've broken it down to seven teams with two that I'm just taking right off, right off. We're just shaving them right off the top. Zing! Just shaving them off. We don't. I don't see him going to these two places at all. So first two places, and uh, I I know you're gonna say what? No, he can go there. The Patriots ain't going there. 
ain't going to the Patriots. Um, the reason he's not going to the Patriots is because he's 32 years old. Why would... I mean, Belichick, he's still in charge of there. He's going to bring in who he wants, but... He knows he's out the door soon. I'm thinking this is probably his last season. He's going to play Tom Brady one time and then and then just beat it. Fucking, the guy's like 600 years old. So he doesn't have much time left. I think he's going to play this one. He's going to coach this one last season and drop it off to uh, Josh McDaniels and then take all the Super Bowl rings and go, uh, you know, go retire to wherever he's going to go retire to. Uh, so I don't see him going to the Patriots. They're going to spend a lot of money on Julio Jones, a, a, a 32-year-old wide receiver who wide, <laughs> wide receiver. Now, this isn't Randy Moss at like 28 or so or 29 when they when they took him from uh, the Raiders, when they traded for him from the Raiders. This isn't that. This is a 32-year-old guy who's shown injury problems over the last – Shit, like four or five years. I don't have it. I don't have it up in front of me, but you know what? Fuck it, I can pull it up. Let's look at how many games he's played. Let's see how many times he's played sixteen games over the last five years. Let's see the last time he played sixteen games. I didn't even think about bringing this up, but now let's bring it up. Oh, there he is. Let's see. Julio Jones. Oh, he's he's a wide receiver for the Falcons, is he? Is he really? Okay, six three two twenty. We know all about that stats. No career. Oops. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was incorrect. He played nine games last year. Not great. 51 for 771. 15 yards. He's pretty... I'll give him that. 15 yards catch. He's get. He'll get you that every year. Uh, 51, 771, 15.1 average. Uh, three touchdowns. He's never really a double-digit touchdown guy. Never. Never. Uh, last time he had, he had double-digit touchdowns once in 2012. That's it. Uh... 2019, played 15 games, 99 to 1394, six touchdowns. Uh, not bad. Uh, 2018 and 2017, played 16 games. Okay. Yeah, that was off on that. Yeah, hey, I make mistakes. Uh, but he is getting older and he hasn't played a full 16 game season in the last two years. But in 2018, 113 for 1677 and eight touchdowns, pretty good. Uh, and 2017, 88 for 14.44, uh, three touchdowns. The three touchdowns is great. Uh, the year before that, he played 14, then he had 16, then he had 15, and then in 2013, he had five, which wasn't great. But overall, he, he's, you know, at 33, he's looking like he's starting to break down, especially with the 15 and the nine in 2019, 2020, respectively. Um, that doesn't. That doesn't sound like it's someone who's trending upward. It sounds like someone who's leveling off or trending downward. So I don't see Bill Belichick going out there and say, "Hey, this guy's a good dude," because you're gonna have to give up to get him. Who are you gonna? What are you gonna? What are you gonna give up? A young guy? That's all they have over there. Outside of Cam Newton, all they have is young guys. 
basically. And a couple of the guys are going to bring back who they're going to need on the defensive side. Uh, on the offense, you're not going to give up anything. But you, get, you get some offensive linemen that are okay, but they're, uh, there's a mixture of some young and old guys. The guy that drafted a couple years ago, and I think they got, they got rid of Nate Solder. Uh, but either way, uh, I don't see them giving anything up to go get uh, Julio Jones. And if they did, what's he going to contribute? Okay, he's a great wide receiver, and he's one of the top five wide receivers in the league probably right now if he's healthy. If he's healthy. I don't think Bill Belichick makes that uh, determination that he's going to stay healthy for 16 games and bring him in and give up something for that. Bill Belichick takes. He doesn't give. So, Pats, I think they're out. Next would be the Colts. Now, again, kind of the same deal, but I think uh, now the Pats could use an offensive weapon. I just don't think they're going to give up for that. The Colts don't really need the offensive weapon. I think they're comfortable with what they have offensively going in there. And again, you would have to give up a lot to get him. Well, you'd have to give up something. I'm figuring probably third, fourth round pick. He ain't getting a first round pick. He ain't getting a first round pick for him. So what are you going to do? Uh, I think you stand pat if you're the Colts. I saw the Colts on there. Yeah, the Colts are going, I don't think so. They went out and got Carson Wentz, took in that massive contract. Now you think you're going to go, on this guy's massive contract? You're worried about Carson Wentz staying healthy. Now you're bringing another guy? Who are you going to worry about staying healthy? I don't think so. I think one guy's enough to worry about. And they have wide receivers. you got Michael Pittman there, who's an up-and-coming wide receiver. You've got T.Y. Hilton there on his way out, but still has the speed and still knows how to play the position well enough to be able to go out there and make plays. Bringing in this guy, how many three wide receiver sets are you going to run on with this guy and pay him all that money? Again, you'd have to give up something to get him. So uh, the Colts, I think they're out as well. So uh, those two teams who I saw on there, I don't see them going out there to, to go out there and get uh, Julio Jones. And uh, I don't see the Falcons giving him away. So uh, that's uh, those two teams are on the non-destination list. I just don't see it. You know what I do see? I see you making some money on mybookie.com. Everyone knows it's the best time of the year for sports. We're coming up on the NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, and baseballs in full swing. Now you want to responsibly get in the action. Well, you've got to be responsible. Don't just throw the money on it. We're throwing the money. Um, head over to mybookie.ag and use the promo code 12 ounce sports. It's 120Z sports when signing up for the deposit bonus. First time users only, please. That's mybookie.ag, promo code 12 ounce sports, 120Z sports, all caps, no spaces. Always gamble responsibly, please. We don't need people saying, you know, I got a 12 ounce sports to go bet, and I bet my uh, mortgage my wife left me. You know, my kids call me a scumbag. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need it on my conscience. You know, you need no free TV. At ZingoTV.com. Check out the Zingo TV. Oop. Just check out Zingo TV. It's not the. Like the internet. <laughs> it's free. Please use the promo code 12 ounce. That's 12OZ. Very simple. Very simple. 12OZ. It really helps out when you do that. 12 ounce sports is channel 761. Plus they have other actual sports channels, music channels, and anything you, your, your heart could want in free TV on Zingo TV. So go check it out. It's free. Plus, sign up and use the promo code 12OZ. That's 12OZ. When you sign up to Zingo TV, Z-I-N-G-O-TV.com. Zingo was his name -o. It's the name of free TV. Zingo TV and the promo code is 12OZ. Very simple. ZingoTV.com, 12, 12OZ. 
And you're getting free TV all day on your, on your computer right there. Just sign up. Zingotv.com. Oh, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm still alive. And don't forget, you can catch my show, Replay, 11 a.m. on Zingo TV. Try. He tries. He don't. Uh, so, let's get into the teams that I actually think do have uh, a shot at um, bringing in Tim Team. Uh, Tim. He ain't going to Jacksonville either. He's going to a team that has a shot. And the first team that has a shot, and I was surprised. I'm going to go through the wide receiver list on these teams. And uh, it does open your eyes as to why they would bring him in. Because they need help at wide receiver. And that's kind of like the only... I don't say the only thing they need help with, but a, a boost at the wide receiver position at these teams would significantly significantly help their chances um, at making that next jump. So the first uh, team we're looking at are the 49ers. The reason I put the 49ers there, and this is kind of like 5-1. to one, uh, It's a loosely based 5-1 to one, um, list I'm giving you here. Uh, the reason I put the 49ers at number five is because, number one, they're in the same conference. And I don't think the Atlanta Falcons want to trade him in conference. They don't want to have to see him anymore. They want to see him once every four years. Hopefully, the next time they see him, he's in a booth talking somewhere. So, I think he's going to the AFC. But the one team I think in the NFC that he does that they would put together something for would be the 49ers. Because it looks like, you know, they made some Super Bowl, uh, what, two years ago. They're revamping. They still got that defense. That defense is still top-notch. Um, they brought in their new quarterback. And now they get the, the one thing that they, they can use they can use some help with is wide receiver. And why could they use help with wide receiver? Because they're bringing in guys like Kevin White. Yeah, Kevin White from five years ago. That guy who caught like one pass in the first three years. Kept getting hurt. He's on the 49ers roster. They brought him in. Austin Watkins, a rookie, number seven. Uh, he's on the team. Trent Sherwood, number 81. He's on the team. Mohamed Sanu, you already got one old Atlanta Falcon bringing another one. Mohamed Sanu's on the team. They can, they can bunk together. Uh, Debu Samuel, young. I like him. Got hurt last year. Gotta get through that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of guys getting hurt. Uh, but Debu Samuel's on the team, and I do like him. Uh, Juan Jennings, don't know who he is from Tennessee. Never heard of him. Richie James, he was a running back, wasn't he? Wasn't Richie? They, they used him as running back last year. They needed a running back so bad they used Richie James. But he's uh, a, a, apparently a wide receiver. Uh, Jalen Hurd, uh, he was another guy. Played well in the preseason and then kind of just gone. See ya. Uh, Benny Fowler, they just signed. Uh, River Craycraft, okay. River Craycraft there. Yo, River. River. Come on, River. River great care. Uh, Travis Benjamin hasn't... What? Travis Benjamin's 31 years old. That dude's old. Uh, and he's a one-trick pony. He's kind of just a deep threat. And can he get deep anymore? I don't know. He's 31. And Brandon Egg, who I like. So you've got two guys on there that are young, look like they have their, uh, their, their careers ahead of them and can make a splash, uh, with one coming off of an injury... And the other one coming into a second year, looking to make uh, 
looking to make some big plays. I like Brandon Egg. On the other, if you put now, if you put a Julio Jones on the other side, now you're looking at something there. Now you got something going on. Let's not forget Kyle Shanahan coached Julio Jones uh, for all the years that he was there as the offensive coordinator. So he knows what he likes. He knows what he can do. Uh, so that's why I think uh, this would be a good place to go. This could be the kind of thing that could push them over the top. They need help at the wide receiver position. I just went through their wide receivers. You don't think they need help? Um, now, if he went there, uh, his his place is pretty much solidified in terms of uh, where he's getting drafted. Julio Jones is going to be a second, third round pick. Just because of size, speed, experience, what he's done in the past, people are going to take the shot because they think if he plays 16 games, especially here, uh, he's got a shot to do uh, do some damage. Especially you got a rookie coming in uh, who can use all the help he can get. Okay, let's bring in one of the top five receivers in the league. Okay. So uh, the 49ers would be a good spot. Again, he's going to go second, third round, no matter where he goes probably. Uh, but this would be uh, a spot that I think – he definitely could go probably one of the only NFC spots I could see uh, Julio Jones going to in the 49ers because I think they have the balls to go out there and make a deal for him. And I love it. You know, people say, oh, well, what were they going to get the money? If you want a guy, you'll work the salary cap to bring the guy in if, you, if, if somebody's giving you a chance to get a Julio Jones or something like that. So 49ers possibility, and that's probably one of the only possibilities I see in the NFC. Moving and the rest are all AFC. <laughs> Moving into the AFC, a team that made a big jump last year, and I, I said they were going to make a big jump this year because they were a year after everyone said that they were going to make their jump the year before, and I said no, they're going to need a year because they need a year for all that, all that hot spunk to wear off and uh, to wipe it off. And now, okay, now this is what we really are. Now let's go ahead and do it. And they got a real coach in there who I like, Cleveland Browns. They made their jump, and now they have to make their next jump, and Julio Jones could be the uh, the kind of addition to make that happen. Wide receivers they have so far. <laughs> well, the way to hear these household names. Derek Willies. As, this is per the roster right now. Ryan Switzer. I kind of like him, but he does not play the same position Julio Jones plays. He's the inside little, eh. He, does, he will jump, runs five yards, makes a little move, and does this. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, wasn't he a tight end? 6-2-2-12. I thought he was a tight end. Either way, Donovan's, Donovan Peoples-Jones is wide receiver. Uh, Jojo Natson. Jojo. Jojo, what's up? Go catch that ball. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Okay, 28 years old. I really, I thought he was I thought he was in his 30s. He's only 28 years old. He's been in the league eight years. Jarvis Landry, uh, 5'11", 196. Does not, another guy does not do the same thing. That Julio Jones does. Julio Jones averages 15 yards a catch. Jarvis Landry averages like eight. So uh, there's room for Julio Jones with Jarvis Landry on the on the roster. Alexander Hollins. How many, he made how many big plays did he make last year? Richard Higgins, who I like, been in the league six years, 26 years old. But I think you've gotten what you're going to get out of Richard Higgins. He can make a big play once in a while, but I don't see him as uh, somebody that you're going to rely on on the other side of Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham Jr., who's coming up. Another guy, 28 in the league, eight years. Way too many injury 
bugs uh, on Odell, Odell Beckham Jr.'s resume. Uh, also, Jamar Bradley, uh, one-year guy, first-year, second-year guy, been in the league a year. Uh, so that's your wide receiver core for the Browns. They can use a big play guy. Now, again, you're bringing in a guy with who's getting older, who's older than all these guys. Older than all the 20, 24, 27, 22, 26, 24, 28, 24, and 28. That's old. That's older than all these guys. But he's the best wide receiver out there once you put him out there. He's definitely better than Odell Beckham Jr. Just because of, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr., as good as he is when he's at 100%, 5'11", 198. I just did Julio Jones. Julio Jones, 6'3", 220. So... Having them both out there, both healthy. Now you're looking at okay, we got to respect all these. Guys. Oh, you got that guy who averages uh, six yards a carry out of the backfield too. Now you got something going on here. And Baker Mayfield played well last year. He needs to make another jump. It's a lot easier to make that next jump if you got a guy named Julio Jones out there playing 12, 13 games for you. So uh, again, he goes to the Browns. He's going to being. Second, third, maybe fourth round pick because of the wealth of options they have there. Well, I say wealth of options. You have Odell Beckham Jr. and Julio Jones. So one of those guys, you have to take into account that they're both there and kind of bring them down a little bit. Somebody might jump up and grab him in round two, though. I don't think so with the with the, with the injury, the recent injury history he's had, though. So. Uh, and that's my take on the Browns. So uh, that's why I think he's going if he goes to the Browns and how they can use him and why they would go out and get him. So as of right now, go take a piss. Go take a piss because it's commercial time. Welcome to my bookie. You're ready to create an account and start making money. And we're here to help. And remember, you can get a bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Now you're ready to bet. Just go to mybookie.ag, visit the sports book, click on your bet, and input the amount you want to risk or win in the bet slip. Yes, it's that easy. Just remember, at mybookie, you play, you win, you get paid.
you go buy a boot yet or what? And take your piss? Get all that done in two minutes? That I, that I allotted for that? So, um... The top three. The top three teams I see, uh... As possible places that Julio Jones could go. Uh, and I see... I, I saw this. I was like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I don't, I'm not buying this one. And then I thought about it a little bit. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can see that. Took me a couple minutes, but yeah, yeah, I see where they're going with this. Number three, if you want to call it, call it whatever you want, the Raiders. I saw, I've, I've been seeing Raiders popping up and Julio Jones popping up. And when I first saw it, I was like, nah, what the hell? Why would you want to go there? And how's he going to, how's he going to help them out? Are the Raiders a, uh, a team that, I'm assuming Julio Jones wants to go to a team that, okay, I'm going to be the last piece they get. We're not moving, you know, he's not going to Jacksonville. <laughs> you know, he ain't going to and, you know, the Chargers. I saw the Chargers on there. I'm like, he ain't going there. Um, but I could see, I, I, I thought about it. I could see this. I could see this. Um, here's their wide receivers for the Raiders. Immediately, two rookies right off the bat. Boom. DJ Turner and Dylan Stoner. Good stuff. Dylan the Stoner. Uh, Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. This is where Willie Sneed ended up? Okay. Caleb Scott. Uh, Henry Ruggs III, who I think can make a big uh, impact this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, Hunter Renfro, who I like, but he, again, he's another one of those. I'm going to run out five yards, turn around and do this, and with the sticks. With, by going six yards. Trey Quinn. Zay Jones. I don't know what a bust that guy turned out to be. Brian Edwards. Keelan Doss. John Brown. They brought in John Brown. I forgot about that. Yeah, they brought him in uh, free agency. John Brown's a speed guy. I guess he's going to mentor Henry Ruggs Jr. Uh, Henry Ruggs III because they both kind of play the same position. Uh, but they're going with that Raiders mantra of just we're going deep. Going deep on you, yo. Uh, and Marcel Aitman. Uh, so, not a lot of household names there. We could use a guy that could really make this offense hum much better than it does now because the tight end, we, we, our, our top receiving threat is tight end. So, we need a wide receiver out there that could do something, and that could push them over the top. Uh, they're going to need some help defensively, but I think uh, bringing him in in... This division, which you got, you, you're going to need more offense in this division. You, they, they've got an okay offense, but they're going to need more of it. Uh, you got Kansas City in this, in this division. Uh, you got San Diego in this division. You've got, who's the other one in this division? I forget. Doesn't matter. Whoever it is, it's... Uh, let's take a look. Drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. And the Broncos, another team. So you got the Chargers and the Broncos that meh. The Raiders 8-8. Eight eight. Um, the Chiefs, you know, somebody's got to make a play and go after them. And the Raiders are the next in line to um, go after the, the, the Raiders. I think the Chargers, granted, I like their quarterback. I think he's going to take a second year kind of. 
little slip this year after they get a book on you, like I say every year. Uh, and the Broncos, if they don't get Rodgers, which I, I don't know, it's, it's still up in the air on that one. We'll see what happens. They're not going anywhere. Drew Locke ain't taking nowhere, and Teddy Bridgewater ain't taking nowhere. I'm going. Uh, <laughs> they're going about as far as they'll go a little farther than that guy who played quarterback for him last year when all the quarterbacks, they said they were all infected with the uh, Mexican beer plague. You're all infected. You can't play. Well, we feel fine. No, you're infected. You, you're so infected, you don't even know you're infected. So um, I think the obvious choice in that division would be, I mean, outside of the Chiefs, but I, I think the Chiefs. I mean, how many guys are you going to bring in? What? Come on. Come on. So the Raiders seen, you know, like I said, I, I didn't I wasn't going with it, and then I went with it. So I can see him going there, being the guy who kind of moves them closer to and makes them competitive with the Chiefs. And if you win that division, you got a good shot at um getting well, maybe a buy. I mean, the Chief, the, the Steelers, they're gonna take a drop, I think. The Ravens, the Browns are coming up. The Ravens are good. I mean, let's try and win a division. The only way you win a division is to beat the Chiefs. So I can see why they're going after why they would go after him, uh, solidify that wide receiver uh, position. And they're going to give him the money that he wants. You know, maybe he wants to go out to Vegas. Who knows? But I'll, I'll, I'll take what they're saying as, okay, all right, we'll go with the Raiders. So that's why I think if he went to the Raiders, he would still be – he would. This would probably be where he would get drafted highest. Uh, I still think he's second, third round if he goes here because there's no other competition. He's the guy, and the next uh, wide receiver is probably Henry Ruggs, and the next guy taking away targets is a tight end. So you don't have to worry about that. You just draft that, draft the tight end. So uh, next on the list that I was reading. Is the Titans the Titans now? Uh, as soon as he said, uh, as soon as the Falcons said that, oh, we're, we're thinking about trading this guy, which has been in the news for like two weeks when they said they're gonna look to trade him after July, June 1st. Um, uh, now all of a sudden, Derek Henry's like, yo, go get that guy, yo, let's go get that guy. We got AJ Brown, we got me, we got a good line, we got a quarterback who once he got here. Apparently, this guy's pretty good. Ryan Tannehill's a pretty good quarterback. Go get that guy. I think I think that'll be the thing. That'll be the thing that moves us forward. They won 11 games last year. They made it to the playoffs. With the expanded format, one one team getting a bye, that could be the, the step that it takes for them to get that bye. Now, you know, 11 wins. A lot of teams had 11, 11 wins last year. You get another win on top of that. And one of the 13 wins teams falls down. You get a lucky break here and there. You get a bye week. Bye week is huge now. So I can see why why they're going, you know, let's make a move. Let's make a move. This is our chance to make a move. We got a defense that's pretty good. We drafted, made a decent, you know, we, we, we drafted a, a cornerback in the first round. Bring him in. See what happens with that. Uh, they're usually decent with their drafts. They bring guys who play. They may not be household names, but they're okay. They know what they're looking for. And here's who else you got to, to look at in uh, the wide receiver category. In, uh, <laughs> boy, where do you hear these guys? Nick Westbrook-Ekine. 
Okay. <laughs> Another household name there. Chester Rogers from, uh, he played for the Colts. I liked him. I thought he was going to be good. He stunk. Josh Reynolds from uh, the Rams. Uh, Racy McMath. He's good at math. He's from LSU. Mason Kinsey. Marcus Johnson. Cody Hollister. Des Fitzpatrick. A.J. Brown. Now, there's, there's wide receiver right there. Uh, and Cameron Batson. So you've got A.J. Brown, and that's it. They got rid of Corey Davis. They sent him to the Jets. And now we're going to see, uh, you know, this solidifies the the wide receiver. you got you, you got to respect, not only do you have to respect both wide receiver spots, you got to respect that ogre coming out of the backfield. That, that, that makes this offense, I mean, much, much tougher to, to defend. Again, you know, are you going to give up a lot for him? Third, fourth round pick, yeah, yeah, sure, take them. For our, to, 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 to increase our chance of making it to the Super Bowl, or at least getting our, 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 a better chance at the bye week, yeah, sure. How much could they be asking? You, you can't ask for a first round pick for, for Julio Jones. I don't think you're going to get a first round pick for a 32-year-old uh, wide receiver who's been injured the last two years. So, you know, third, fourth round pick. Yeah, I think they can give him up for a chance to get to get the bye week, make the Super Bowl. They've shown improvement every year. It looks they look solidified in every other area. You need another wide receiver. Why not? Why not go out and get him? And your star player said, "Go get him." Okay. Not that I'm big on doing whatever the star player says, but kind of has a point here. This guy wants this guy in here. We need this guy. They're looking to get rid of him. Let's go get him, rather than let somebody else go get him. Somebody we have to play against. In the playoffs, maybe. Because, you know, like I said, he ain't going to Jacksonville's. He ain't going to no... I don't know, some of those other crappy teams that are out there. I don't think he's going to the Chargers. Um, he ain't going to the Broncos. He ain't going to the Bengals. You know, he ain't going to the Jets. He ain't going to these crappy teams. He's going to a real team that's ready to roll. So, um... I think the Titans have a good shot at getting him uh, out of the teams that I've mentioned. Now, there could be a Dark Horse team out there that we don't even know about. That's just that's already set things up. Listen, we, you know, after the first one to talk to you, I haven't heard about it yet. I've heard about some other teams out there. Like I said, the Chargers have been out there. But this is what I'm going with. This is Top Man's deal, and this is what I think. This, these are my opinions. Like I said, I don't get my opinions from satanic sports media out there. <laughs> Make them up myself. Um, and at least I talk about them. I give you real reasons. I don't say, ah, privilege. Um, oh, and last one. Ravens. I think if you went to the Ravens, they would have... I could see why they would want to go out and get and get them. Uh, they did pick up Sammy Watkins. Um, they would have to give up, you know, like I said, second, third round pick, something like that. Here's what they got. Here's the wide receivers that they got. And then I'll get into why he would help and why he wouldn't help with this team. I like the, the Titans. I think he'd be the best fit with, but the Ravens have been getting a lot of the yap, yap, yap on, uh, by the, uh, the scumbags in the media. They picked up Sammy Watkins. Okay. All right. Let's go pick up Sammy Watkins. 
Uh, Tillon Wallace, Oklahoma State, rookie at Oklahoma State. Okay. Benjamin Victor, Dante Silenu, Silen, I don't know. I can't. I don't know that get through his name. James Prochi, the second. Jalen Moore. Um, did he play somewhere before? I don't know. Devin Duvernay. Uh, they wanted him to be good. He's eh, he hasn't really made too much of a splash. Deion Kane. Marquise Brown, who he's he he's the reason I don't like Julio Jones going there, and I'll explain. Miles Boykin, meh. Rashad Bateman, uh, I think he's the uh, the rookie they picked up this year. Okay, they're you know they're they're drafting guys, they're picking up free agents, and now they want to go get Julio Jones. Okay. They, they want to have an elite wide receiver core. Marquise Brown, and this is and this is going. This is why I'm going with. Uh, I don't think he would help that much. Marquise Brown, I really think, could be top twenty, top top twenty uh, wide receiver in, in the NFL. He's got the speed. He can make the moves. He can obviously catch the ball. The problem is I don't think he gets enough targets because of the way the offense is set up. You know, to, to me, I mean, how many times have you seen him catch four balls for 138 yards and two touchdowns? Catching bombs all day. Okay. He shows he can do that. He shows, And if he had more targets, they, they threw the ball more, more of the targets would probably go to him, which would up his stat, which would up his catches, yards, and touchdowns. But they don't throw the ball anymore. And I don't see them bringing in Julio Jones to change the whole offense around. They won 14 games two years ago. And they won 11 last year running this offense. I don't think they're going to go out there and just start throwing the ball around 500 times. So it's a kind of a weird way to say Marquise Brown is kind of the reason I don't like Julio Jones going here. Because I don't think he helps the offense that much. Because the offense doesn't change. I don't see them changing the offense around massively. Adding 100 to 150 uh, passes into the into the system that's built on running. So I think that I, I think they're going to go after him. I think they have guys here that they can trade, and you know they they can probably give him you know, maybe even throw Marquise Brown in there. Uh, when you have Miles Boykin, Rashad Bateman, uh, <laughs> Sammy Watkins. Devin Duvernay, you've got all these guys that you spent high draft capital on. Let's see what you know. Let's see what they can do. If you're bringing in a guy like Julio Jones, who you already know is better than all these guys, let's see what they can do. And they have two rookies, three rookies on this team, three rookies. So I don't. The the best possible spot I see him going is probably of the, of the ones I've heard about so far, without knowing about any dark horse teams in the in the in the background. Would be the Titans with, you know, I guess the Ravens being a number two. Because I, I see him coming in and blocking a lot. Because they run the ball a lot. So that's 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 where I'm going with that. So, so that's my five teams that I think he uh, Julio Jones could go to. I see him being a second, third here. If you pick him up in the second round and he goes here, uh, you're I I got I gotta question you a little bit. If, he, if Julio Jones were to go to uh, the Ravens, I see him being 
third, fourth round pick at best. And I wouldn't even, I, I tell you the truth, I'd, I'd push him farther down my list because the offense is set up to run. And not only that, when it is set up to throw and he gets pressure, he runs anyway. So, and that's why they, that's why they won 14 games and 11 games the last two years. Because of his legs, mostly. Well, it's because RG3 was there. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I see him going, you know, basically, you know, he's still a second, third round pick, especially if he goes to one of these other teams. Um, but if he goes here, uh, he'll probably be maybe the third, fourth round pick. Uh, maybe somebody jumps on him in the second round. I don't see it, though, with the injury history. But I would pr- pick him. I, I would probably ADP him somewhere in the fifth round. Fifth, sixth, maybe. Uh, so that's it. That's my talk. That's my Julio Jones talk. So let's get into a quick little commercial before I get into something I fail. Uh, Want to get an inside look at recreational sports betting? Then check out the Vegas Squares podcast brought to you by 12 Ounce Sports. Catch them every Saturday night. At 10 p.m. Eastern on Zingo TV, channel 761. I told you that. And again on Wednesday nights for the Golf Betting Show. Golf Betting Show. Check out their website at lvsquares.com. That's the Vegas Squares exclusively on 12 Out Sports and Zingo TV. Also, check out James and the Agent Wednesday, 8 to 9.30. And here's my special, my specialty, Scotty Gourmet. Biscotti Gourmet offers a new take on an old Italian traditional soft-baked mini biscotti and many delightful flavors. Lemon's my favorite. Uh, go to BitscottiGourmet.com. That's B-I-T-S-C-O-T-T-I Gourmet.com and use the promo code TALKMAN, that's T-A-L-K-M-A-N, for 20% off your order. Nowadays, you can't go out, you can't go in and everybody has to order stuff. Order this. They're great. They're help. They're, 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 you'll love them. BitscottiGourmet.com. Any flavors are one of compliment with your coffee in the morning or it's a guilty pleasure treat. So I was looking online. I found this interesting. Um, it's NBC Sports Edge forum. It's a forum about about uh, fancy football, and they just go down the line, boom, 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 on players. So I wanted to go over a couple of them with you. I might add this to my uh, uh, to my list of things. Chase Edmonds outlook. There's got sixty four replies here. I do not see Chase Edwards as. The main guy over there, but he seems to be because there's nobody else there. Uh, assuming Drake's here's some of the <coughs> some of the posts. Assuming Drake is gone, what does that look look like? If he's a starter in Arizona, it seems very unlikely to me. Arizona would end the season with Edwards as a starter. I agree. Um, Drew Locke. <laughs> Universe says that he's bad, and I'm trying to claim he's good. I see all the talent, the offense, and see the division he's playing in makes me think he can maybe actually have a good fantasy season. I don't think so. Not Drew Locke. So go to Sports Edge at NBC to check out that show. Bye bye.